if I could give any of you a feeling like that desire that I have inside of my body to give you the feeling of what it feels like to let go of stuff and to be free from stuff, to get on an airplane. You don't have to get on an airplane, but to just leave stuff and not have ties to things. It was the most liberating, one of the most liberating experiences of my life. I thought I'd lost 30 pounds. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Welcome to the show today. More energy, babe. More energy. I need more out of you. Hey there, folks. Welcome to today's show. Let's get right into it after this commercial break. <laughs> today's episode brought to you by Diet Mountain Dew for a crisp, refreshing, caffeinated beverage. Crack open a Diet Mountain Dew. I like to crack one open in the morning. And then when I'm feeling the afternoon sleepiness, okay, cut. I'll have another one. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Diet Mountain. Yeah. Pepsi is not paying us for this. So oh my goodness. A little free spot. You know, before we started, he said, you know, I just gotta, gotta bring more energy. I've been listening to myself and I feel like I just got to bring more energy. And I, I think that's one of the best parts about you is the energy you give off in your life. You, you guys, I've seen, I've never seen anything like it. It's nuclear. <laughs> just, he has his energy about him. So gosh, dang it. Let's give the people the energy. You got it, babe. Energy on full blast today, because we're talking about something that requires, it requires some energy to protect your energy. Ooh. 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 Like expending energy on the front end to save the energy so you can use it in the areas of your life that bring you the most joy. Mm. Guys, we're going to talk about Living with, with less. less. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite. I, I might say that every podcast episode because I'm never going to talk about anything that I actually don't like to talk about. But this might be one of my favorite things to talk about because it has been life changing for me. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool is that you and I in the season of just being married, we have we have been through, I mean, that's just it. We've been through different seasons. We've been through a time of our life where we are renting. We barely own, have anything to our name. And then we buy a house and we fill it full of all the toys and all the things and all of the, you know, and we just, we have our kids in this and the TV's on and the, you know, and then we're like, Oh, I don't like how this feels. And then we make a change and then we move across the ocean and make the biggest change of all. So we're going to talk about what minimalism looks like and we still are trying to chase it. You know, it's never, I don't, I don't think we're experts on this, but man, we've learned a lot and it's truly changed the way we think about space in our home in our minds, all of it. Amazing. 
Yes, I love this topic. And we were chatting before we pressed record. And minimalism isn't just material objects around the house, although that's how we think of it the most. But it's living with less stress, living with less negative thoughts, clearing your calendar if you've got too much going on. It's just doing more with less. I think that, yeah, I think that like taking, stop what you're doing right now, you know, take a minute and take some inventory. But don't totally stop what you're doing right now. Cause if you're listening to this, keep listening to this, <laughs> but stop everything else that you're doing. True. Okay. Keep listening to this, but let's go through an exercise. Just take one minute and just think what consumes most of my day? What consumes most of my mind? What consumes most of my energy? Am I, do I feel like I'm cleaning the house all day long? I could never keep up with the house. No matter how hard I try, am I just cleaning, picking stuff up off the floor, cleaning the house all day long? It's so messy. It's driving me crazy. Or is it like, I have got so much in my head. I don't even know how to think straight. I don't know how to be present in my life. There's just too much inside of my head. Or is it a list on your fridge? Is it a to-do list that's 25 you know, lines long of things that you need to get done. What is it that is taking up all of your space and energy? You thinking about it? I am. I have mine. Okay. What can you do to get rid of some of it? Don't touch my to-do list, girl. (laughs) Don't you take away my reminder notes. I think that's what is so powerful is we sometimes feel like we're owned by our, by materials. We're owned by our to-do list. We're owned by all the things we should, 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 should do. But really we are in control. Objects don't own us. (laughs) They don't know us. They don't know me. There is so much power in the idea that less is more. And that's something that we have we have learned and had to be super intentional and thoughtful about over the years. But let's take them back to the, to like really what. Yeah. But before this, we do that, can I just, oh, oh. Did, did you say intentionable? No. Did okay. I? I don't know. I, I might've heard that. Okay. We're not going to cut that out of the podcast because if you did say part of the, one of the real fun things for me with this show is going to be any, any new words that that you make up along the way. And I, I love Ryan you. Ryan loves it. You're, you're one of the loves. smartest people I know. And <laughs> I just love when you make up words. It's it's one of my favorite things. And I think you just said intentionable. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to. All right. Well, we're going to leave that in there. Please show producer. Don't cut that out. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's take him back. What, what we want to talk about as a fundamental idea that we have seen play out in our own lives is that more stuff won't necessarily equate to more happiness. So, right? It, we, I think it, it, the thing is it sneaks up on you before you know it. So here's our, here's our story. We get married. We move around a little bit. We start having a family. We buy our very first house. And over, what, three or four years, that house... And of course, with having kids and all their stuff, very quickly just got filled up with stuff. And really it was stuff and, and some of that stuff you need, but you know, a garage full of stuff and a closet full of stuff and a basement that's 
not finished. That's just full of who knows what. And it kind of snuck up on us. It wasn't like we were intentionally going out and just buying all these things. Like, I don't even know where they came from. And, uh, and it was really a move to Hawaii and realizing we can't take everything with us. We're going to fly there one way and put things in our suitcases. So it was our first introduction to like, we've got to purge and get rid of a lot of stuff. We did a yard sale. We threw stuff away. We donated stuff. I, I threw away more stuff than probably you knew about. And the, I would say <laughs> the main thing we fight about in our marriage are the purges that we do oh, because true. I cannot stand seeing something like go to waste. Let's just take it to a church, take it to, you know, but don't throw it in the garbage. I know. And Ryan has this idea in his head that somehow the landfills are a good place to donate, but no, it's, I admit, Come here on, here on national on. radio, I admit that sometimes I'll throw something away and that's, and that's wasteful. I've got a new, I've got a new strategy though. I've got, oh, a, I've got a new tactic. I'm so excited. I, I was talking to a buddy and he said that what he does, listen up husbands, if you're listening, you take an item at the house that you want to get rid of, that you know, your spouse or the kids are going to go dumpster diving if you throw it away, which we have. And, <laughs> and so instead of throwing it away, you place it somewhere, you hide it, find that spot in the closet or the attic or the basement where no one ever goes and you hide it there for like two or three months. Okay. So it's still there. Like if the kids or, or your spouse asks about it, Oh yeah, I just, it's down in the basement. I, I put it down in the corner, whatever it's, you didn't throw it away. So you've still got it. But if three months goes by or six months and they haven't, nobody's thought about it or asked about it, it's probably safe to toss. And then on one glorious Saturday afternoon, when you're headed to the dump, you take it with you and you just toss it or donate it, whatever it is, if it's of value and someone else could use it. And uh, anyway, so I'm going to use that from now on. You know, I love that. And I don't mind you getting rid of stuff. I just don't like that it goes in the garbage. I you, you can easily go get rid of something that I don't use even in a week, but just give it to somebody else, you know? But the goal is, our, we have a common goal, which is to live with less stuff. And as we've done that, and as we did that in some of our moves, cause we've had to, and any military families or anyone who's moved a handful of times, you just recognize that you can't, you can't pack all this stuff. Yeah. So when we were moving to Hawaii, we had two choices. We could get a storage unit and we could put all of our stuff in a storage unit and then we could move to Hawaii and we could come back to our stuff or we could try it out and we could sell everything we owned besides so how we do it is one side of the suitcase, we each have our own suitcases. Ryan breaks the rules. He has like three, but the kids each have one suitcase and I have two suitcases, one for my vitamins and supplements yep. and one, which for is always clothes. an oversized bag, which costs us $150. I think when we check it, but one of this, the, each kid has a suitcase. They get their clothes in one side of the suitcase. And then in the other side, they get any book they want, any toy they want, but if it doesn't fit in the suitcase, it doesn't go. So you imagine how much we have to get rid of in order to achieve that goal of everybody getting one suitcase for their, you know, clothes and shoes and everything else. And then we just went on the road to Hawaii and we, I can, if I could give any of you a feeling like that desire that I have inside of my body to give you the feeling of what it feels like to let go of stuff. 
and to be free from stuff, to get on an airplane. You don't have to get on an airplane, but to just leave stuff and not have ties to things. It was the most liberating, one of the most liberating experiences of my life. I thought I'd lost 30 pounds. (laughs) That's what it felt like. It was amazing. And so then when we moved to Hawaii, we're like, okay, look me in the eyes, babe. No matter what, do not let me start like just buying things. Accumulating more stuff, Yes, which we kind of did, but every step of the way, you know, we've been on this journey. Like you said, we're, we're not your, uh, you know, we're not like your poster children minimalists, but as we look around, we definitely have learned to live with less over the last four or five years. And that's a journey we want to continue as we get older. And I mean, even think about, think about your grandparents' houses that you go to. I think any grandparent house that I've ever been to, there's memories on the wall and there's treasured keepsakes, but there is so much stuff. So as I fast forward and we're in our sixties and we're just old and wrinkly and you're coming out on the golf course with me and we're holding hands and we're just cute as heck. (laughs) I hope we have a house that we can welcome our grandkids into that is just clean and open, but doesn't have a lot of stuff because you really just don't need that scrapbook with like a locket of your hair that your mom cut when you were three years old. Do you? And you know, some people are really sentimental and that's sweet. And I feel like there are some things that I am sentimental about. Like I love our printed pictures. We have some things where I would say we probably have what three totes maybe of things that we have kept in my parents' basement of like family pictures, some journals, some, you know, we did keep probably like three totes of, of stuff where we're just like, wow, this is really meaningful stuff that the kids have done. But we're talking about, we're talking about the stuff that's laying around the house, the stuff that takes up space in your head. Let me ask you a question. If you could take one thing, this is kind of a unique way to look at it. If there were, if there was one thing, maybe two things that the house catches on fire, heaven forbid, and you could grab those two things besides the children, what would you reach for? Do you know what are those prized possessions? Well, I mean, wow. Interestingly enough, I don't even, nothing really even comes to my mind. I mean, maybe our your phone and the laptop. laptop. Because it has most of the pictures on it and then my phone. And, And I mean, a lot of that stuff's even on the cloud, so... There's really no physical possession other than, yeah, I can't think of anything either. My, my golf clubs. I mean, I, I hate to say it. But uh, I, think, I think that is, I'm glad you asked that because that is kind of cool that we, I think we've just learned to place very little value on material things. It, it's just an interesting exercise because nothing is, again, aside from a family heirloom, uh, some pictures, a you know, a wedding ring, that's that sort of stuff. But I mean, if the house burned down tomorrow and everything in it and the family was safe, that would be okay. Yeah. So that puts it in first, like, what do you really need? And it's nice to have good things and we want to have nice clothes. And I have, you know, a bunch of golf polos hanging in the, but none of this makes, none of this brings us happiness, I guess is the point, right? Like none of the material possessions and the things that we go out and we acquire and that are nice and, and, you know, we feel good, but none of it really brings us more joy. Well, a lot of it brings us less joy. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that if we can, I, yeah, come back and identify, okay, I, this actually doesn't make me happy. You know, the old Marie Kondo, like hold it up and say, does this make me happy? That is the most simple, brilliant idea that I have ever heard of when it comes to simplifying your life. Does this make me happy? Nope. Then let's get rid of it. Does this make me happy? It does. Okay, let's keep it. But why do we add things to our life, whether it is things in our house or whether it's a to-do list in our brain that doesn't bring us joy? Of course, we all have to do things that we don't like sometimes, but the more we can really just kind of take inventory of our stuff and what goes on in our heads, I, I keep bringing that up because I think that our the space in our head is just as valuable as the space in our home, probably even more so. So what's going on? in our heads, what's going on around our house that's not bringing us joy. Let's figure out a way to get rid of it. I love that. There's so many, there's so many benefits I think that you and I have found in trying to live with less. And one of those is obviously the financial benefit. So one of the main stressors in all of our lives can be money. And if we're living with less and we have less cars and less debt and less things that we have to buy or less expensive items for Christmas as a byproduct of just less stress in our lives and things laying around the house. We're also, Oh, by the way, going to be spending less money. Totally. And that's, that, that just breeds freedom and, and, uh, just feeling like we're more in control of our finances and our, and our life. And, and I would say it's probably one of the main things that we felt is just the feeling of we our our things don't own us. We get to take control of what we want to do with our time and with our money. And, and that includes traveling, right? So maybe instead of a big Christmas gift or a birthday gift or just more stuff or another thing, that's experiences. That's experiences. And we've, we've, we've identified that we love to be able to spend money on experiences and memories. And uh, that's just where we want to spend our time and money. Yeah. I think we too have been a little bit lucky because we have moved, you know, we've moved from Hawaii. We've had to purge or we've moved from Utah. We had to purge everything from Utah, move to Hawaii. And then we moved from Hawaii. We purged everything from Hawaii, moved back to Utah. Then we moved to Puerto Rico. We purged from Utah. We moved to Puerto Rico. And then we, purged, you know, moved from Puerto Rico. Even if it's for a summer, you purge and somebody rents your house, which we can talk about in the future. But We've kind of done this like, okay, we're gone. Someone rent our house. Well, everything's out of our house when somebody does that, you know? So we've just purged so many times that I think that it's forced us to do this. It's really hard to do this when you're not forced to do it. But I think if you, if it's on your heart today to like take that inventory and say, wow, I am cleaning all day long, or there is a lot in my head, or I just have a hard time feeling peace or presence in my life because of things, then take control of that and force yourself to do those little purges, whatever it looks like, um, because it can truly, it opens up space for the things that really matter. So try this exercise, pretend you've got to move next week or let's say a month from now for a job, you have to move somewhere. Just start going around the house, pick up things, pack them up, put them in plastic totes, Take things to the donation center, to the Goodwill, uh, have a yard sale, sell some things, you know, give some things to family and uh, just kind of put that self-imposed 
uh, date on the calendar that that you've got to you know maybe leave your house or you're going to put it on Airbnb and you've got to leave it furnished but kind of have all the clutter out of there and uh, just go through that exercise. I think that'll make a big difference for everybody. Yeah, totally. That's I actually want to if you do it, tag us on Instagram and we would love to reshare some of these stories because. This is good stuff, you guys. That would be fun if to see. You guys, if you guys do this, tag us on Instagram. We'll reshare your stories. I want to see the garbage bags. I want to see you guys <laughs> donating your things. It frees up so much more in your life. And you know what's interesting? What we've seen with our kids, because we don't have a lot of toys, ha- letting them be bored and letting them figure out their own fun does so much for a kid. Not only does it help their imagination, it helps their brain, it helps them find ways to get along with each other. It helps them be creative together. Turn off the TV, get rid of so many toys and let them just go outside or let them make their own toys. You know, we've had a cardboard box can entertain a kid for hours upon hours, you know, have them build an airplane out of it. There's just so many great things that can happen when kids have to figure out how to entertain themselves. Yeah, they're little adventurers and little scientists. They just want to go outside and explore and pick up rocks and sticks, right? Um, I mean, and it seems like when we were kids too, growing up in the 80s, I remember having toys and my parents were good to never let us have a, a gaming console in the house. Uh, I used to say we could never have a Nintendo and now I've, you know, now I say gaming console because there's lots of different ones, but we could never have... Nintendo in the house. And so we were always out playing sports and doing other things. And, um, I think that's been awesome to just watch the kids be able to go out and do that. And, you know, sometimes they ask for certain things and it's not like, it's not like they don't get anything under the Christmas tree. I mean, (laughs) we still give our kids gifts and there's things that they, that they have that they, that they treasure. But, uh, yeah, just man, being intentional about what things we buy and bring in our home and trying to live with less. Wow. It, really has made a huge difference in our lives over the last few years. Well, and what you just said is, is be mindful about what you're purchasing. And I think that that's maybe even just the first step, like honestly, before even purging, next time you go to the store, be mindful about what you're purchasing. And it's so much easier to do that when you have less, because it's not just like, Oh, we'll just throw it in the toy bin or I'll just throw it in the cupboard or I'll just throw it there. You're like, wait, is there actually space for that? in my home, you know, or if something comes up, is there space for that in my head and just creating those boundaries for yourself? Gosh, I love it. We're just getting fired up over here. I just love it. You guys, less is more. Say it with me. Less Less is more. (laughs) I'm all choked up about it. (laughs) Less is more. Less is more. Embrace minimalism. You can simplify your life and create a more peaceful and organized home for your big family. Even if it is a big family, doesn't have to be mad chaos with a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it is chaos enough. You guys, we don't need a whole bunch of other items adding to the chaos of the children. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, one last thing that I've been thinking about that I wanted to share. And I, we, we heard this in church on Sunday and I leaned over to Shannon and, uh, just, kind of shared this thought with her that you, you get these old folks who grew up in the, I guess, I don't know, thirties, forties, like, you know, these just these old timers that are so wise and you hear these stories about how they had nine or 10 siblings and they grew up in like a two bedroom 
house, just these little, you know, you can just picture it, these little homes, these little, little places where they, the whole family gathers around the table. They're sharing like a bed with their brothers and sisters. And, you know, we've been blessed to be born in a generation where we have technology and so many things at our fingertips, but I just love hearing their story, the stories of some of those those older wise birds because I mean they they had a you know they had a good life of of spending time with their family and growing up in just the smallest and humblest of circumstances. And we have just come so far, I feel like, as a society with all the stuff we have and the big cars and the big houses and those things in and of themselves aren't bad. And I just, it's, it's just, when you put it in perspective, it's like, wow, we can really, we can really do much better with less stuff. And just imagine how freeing that's, that is. Freedom. 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 Uh, So to wrap it up, you guys, I would say the big takeaways would be declutter. Like just go through your house and declutter the stuff. Take inventory of the space in your home. Take inventory of the space in your head. Um, simplify your routines. You know, what is what is taking up the most time and energy in your life that is not serving you? And do what you can to change it and get rid of it. And don't um don't be afraid of of letting something go that you wouldn't go save in a house fire. <laughs> Amazing. You just gave me the funniest look. And Shannon, I'll sign off with this last thought. I was listening to a really smart person who I admire online, and he was talking about planning on a Sunday and planning your calendar so you have empty blocks. I think I've looked at in the past, like planning my week is like, okay, every hour I've got to, ha- I've got to tell my time what I'm doing, right? And be really just efficient and effective. And I've changed that mentality a little bit and understanding that we need to leave open blocks for time. So as we have less and as we have less on our calendars and we get the really good, important things done, but we, we need to leave room to be able to have, maybe that's a, a, a opportunity where God is going to help us serve somebody, or maybe it's something that you didn't expect would come up and you've got this block of time where, you know, you can really think and, and, and think through something that's going to benefit your friends or your family. So, so good. Yes. So cl- good. Clear the house of the clutter, but also free up your mind, free up your calendar. Just, yes, create space for yourself. Just like we were talking about creating space for your kids to just be bored for a minute, do something new, go create something. We need that as adults too. The more, the less busy we are, the less we have in our heads, the less we have in our house, the less we have on our to-do list, the more space we have to let in the things that matter the most and to um, really find joy. Amazing. Well, we better make good on our promise to our listeners that these are going to be less than 30 minutes, especially oh today. Goodness. We got to give you the rest of your day, your open calendar and make this less than 30 minutes. But we love sharing our life and our thoughts with you and hearing from you the the response to the podcast so far. I think we're about six or seven episodes in and it's just been absolutely incredible to hear from the community. We can't thank you enough for showing up. And this is just a lot of fun for us to share. And we're learning so much as we hear back from you. So we're going to keep doing this uh, as long as, as long as there's somebody out there that wants to hear the sound of our voices and um, 
And I just love doing this with you, sweetheart. Oh, babe. I'm so, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you guys are here at home. Go clean up your house. Get the garbage bags. Send us a picture. Tag us in your stories. Let's create this movement of minimalism because it can truly change your life. Bam. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.